Galnet News Digest, 19th of November, 3306. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news roundup, NMLA attacks Federal Starport. The latest starports. Pitchforks and tortures. The Alliance moves the goalposts. NMLA attacks Federal Starport. The Neo-Marlinist Liberation Army today attacked a federal starport, apparently as retribution for the return of nine NMLA terrorists to the Empire. Kepler orbital in the Atropos system has been severely damaged and there have clearly been many casualties, including the nine NMLA terrorists that the Federation arrested yesterday. An evacuation effort has been started and although the level of damage is still being assessed, it seems likely that the station will be repairable. This latest atrocity follows the Federation's admission of hundreds of thousands of Marlinist refugees into its border systems. Just last night, Federal Vice President Brad Mitchell warned against the security threat this was causing and he vowed to send nine identified NMLA terrorists back to the Empire for interrogation. The ruling Republican Party has lost significant support in recent weeks following revelations about the destruction of Starship One and it was this that allowed Shadow President Felicia Winters to win a congressional vote allowing Marlinist asylum seekers to remain in federal systems after they fled from a brutal crackdown by the Imperial Internal Security Service. (laughs) Opinions are divided in the Federation about whether the peaceful pro-Republican Marlinists should be permitted to remain. The infrastructure of several of the border systems remains under severe strain from having to cope with so many refugees. Refugee leaders have stressed that they in no way associate themselves with the terrorist activities of the NMLA. The latest starports. The Alliance Defence Force has apologised to commanders for the late arrival of its new starports in the Colsac Nebula. Four new starports are now expected to be in position on the 26th of November after feature creep caused by massive investment from commanders delivering materials delayed the release. The stations will now have technology brokers, material traders, specialised shipyards and fleet carrier administration, as well as all the usual facilities. They will also have a lovely Alliance-themed paint job. There is as yet no word from the Thargoids about what they plan to do to welcome the Alliance to their new home, but the Alliance might like to bear in mind which eight-limbed advanced lifeform invented caustic weaponry in the first place, before they get too proud about their shiny new starports. Tharg the Mighty never forgets. Pitchforks and Torches The Pilots' Federation has said that it expects to see pitchforks and torches outside its headquarters building after announcing that it would no longer be supporting retail price maintenance for mined commodities. It is believed that some commodities, such as those mined from the cores of asteroids, may see increased demand, while more easily mined commodities, such as painite, may fall significantly in value. Changes are also anticipated for combat bonds and bounties, and for conflict zones, with the Pilots' Federation acknowledging that they are not 
always rewarding fairly for the risk incurred by those commanders. While acknowledging that some miners may get annoyed about these changes, the Pilots' Federation would like us to remember that these changes are being made for the long-term benefit of the galactic economy and you really don't need 20 billion credits in your Bank of Zeance account. Unless you are Commander Scroogey McScrooge Face. The Alliance moves the goalposts. Having proclaimed that they'd make the enhanced frameshift drive available to only the top 25% of participants assisting the Alliance expansion into the Corsac Nebula, the top brass in the Alliance has caved in to pressure and made the reward available to those who came within the top 75%. This means that the fast-boot, long-range size 5A frameshift drive has been granted to around 5,000 commanders, and makes those of us who didn't bother participating because we knew we couldn't get into the top 25% just a tiny, tiny, little bit salty. The drive can achieve roughly six light years better range than the current top-of-the-range engineered drives, as well as being able to recover from Grom bombs, very nearly allowing the Crate Phantom, which is actually a fun ship to fly, to knock the arthritic oil tanker that is the Falcon de Fartworthy Anaconda off the top place. Earlier in the week, Pilots' Federation representatives revealed that they were unaware that the work to expand the Alliance had completed several days earlier, and that they actually had no idea what the double-engineered frameshift drive was capable of. But they have announced that most paint jobs will be sold at 70% of list price for the next two weeks as we welcome in a whole slew of new commanders who are proudly wearing their I'm Epic badges. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to. Has anyone mentioned that Elite Dangerous is free on the Epic Game Store this week? <laughs> 